The Automotive News Canada podcast is brought to you by Diamond Coat. Did you know Diamond Coat has a 96% claims approval rate? This translates into happy customers and repeat service business. But really, you get much, much more when you become a Diamond Coat dealer. Advantages like in-house chemical manufacturing, product fulfillment, bilingual claim support, and a highly experienced team with decades of F&I experience. Visit diamondcoat.com to get started. Diamond Coat, we've got you covered. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the October 8th, 2021 episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. I'm your host, Greg Layson, the digital and mobile editor here at Automotive News Canada. Folks, the inventory shortage is very real, as my guest today will tell us. How backlogged is his company, you wonder? Well, to put it in perspective, his brand currently has 7,000 new vehicles on order, and it sells 10,000 in a typical month. We'll talk about how this might change the way dealers do business moving forward. We'll also talk about how the supply chain leading to service bays is kinked as well and discuss the market's newest and perhaps most unique compact pickup. All that and more when I speak with Hyundai Canada CEO Don Romano on this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. Don, thanks for joining me on the show this week. Good to hear from you, Greg. Likewise, I understand you're in Quebec this week meeting with some dealers. Um, What are you hearing from them right now? What are their concerns or thoughts as this pandemic drags on and the chip shortage drags on, inventory might be short? What are dealers telling you? Well, Greg, I think the the main issue, it's not just my dealers. I think it's all dealers across Canada for every brand. Uh, The issue has to do with uh, uh, chip shortage and the inability to get uh, enough product. Uh, And that's just something that we've never faced before. We're we're facing it. For the first time, and uh, we're having to adjust to it. I think it's interesting right now because if you look at it, it's somewhat of a perfect storm. Demand is incredible. Post kind of post pandemic or almost post pandemic demand uh, is is strong. Latent demand, uh, where we've had people that couldn't get cars maybe over the last three to four months, uh, that's growing as well. So you have natural demand, latent demand, all coming together at the same time. And uh, the dealers want as much as we can provide right now. But unfortunately, there's limitations on that. Uh, But at the same time, like every storm, there's a there's a bit of a silver lining out there. And that is uh, the dealers are doing a wonderful job of taking care of customers and the customers are happy just to be able to get a car. So we're really focused now on making sure we take care of the customers, provide the best customer service possible. And and that's how we're going to go forward until we start you know, getting more product, then we can fill more demand. Uh, until then, we're, we're going to make do with what we have. Hyundai and, and its cousin Kia, for that matter, have been two of the best brands at weathering this chip and inventory shortage fairly well in Canada, but third quarter sales were off for Hyundai Canada, about 9%. What's the reason for that decline? Can you pin that all on inventory shortages and gaps in the supply chain and those kind of issues? Oh, 100%. 100%. Our demand, which we, we gauge in a number of different ways, is at record levels. So we could be, uh, if we had the product, we could be selling uh, 20% more. So yeah, at least. Um, so yeah, it's 100% uh, just limited uh, limited supply. Right? And that demand isn't shifting to any other brands, is it? I mean, if we're looking at loyalty and, and the cars and vehicles that people want, 
they're just not available. So are they willing to wait that out? Are your consumers and your dealers, for, for that matter, willing to wait and remain unfrustrated by this, knowing that eventually it has to turn around? We can't live like this forever. I just wonder if they're okay with the wait and if the demand extends into, say, next year or the year after. And, and when things bounce back, things are even even better for your dealer network. Yeah, well, first of all, things are already bouncing back slowly, but surely. I mean, we're, we're going in the right direction. Um, we're, we're able to pretty much replace the vehicles that we're selling right now. Um, that doesn't fulfill all the demand, but no, it's all moving in the right direction. But it's going to take, who knows, another three, six months. If I had a crystal ball, I'd give you a specific number. But, you know, I think there's more to it than just the chips. There's a whole uh, distribution supply chain uh, that's uh, global and in a lot of countries they don't have the vaccines like we have here in Canada and so there's there's other issues uh, shipping issues container issues uh, that, that are affecting supply but it will work its way out I guarantee it we, we're, we're, we're not going to be in this forever it, it's simply a temporary situation customers understand it and what we do is prioritize right so if you have customers that are coming off lease that don't want to extend their lease you know, we work real hard to try to get them in the in the car that they want. Uh, customers are also very flexible right now. They're willing to maybe change trim levels or colors. And so I think everybody's kind of working together. And if you look at the overall numbers, um, again, for, for the Hyundai group, which includes the two that you just talked about, Hyundai and Kia, uh, right now we are number one in the country for imports. We're the, we're the largest import uh, group in Canada. And uh, that's that's quite a milestone. So I think some of our competitions having a little tougher time than we've had. We've been hearing forecasts and predictions on the on the supply issues, uh, particularly about the microchip, um, that it would eventually lead to a parts shortage in the service bays at dealerships. What's that situation like for your dealers? How is the supply side of things on the service front? Has it been hit at all by this chip shortage? No, not the chip shortage, but by the pandemic in general. Okay. So when you, you know, I think you've probably read about uh, the lack of truckers in Canada. Um, they could use another two to 3,000 uh, truckers. Um, the, 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 the ships that are coming over that are bringing it, even, even the trucking coming up from the States. I mean, there's a, a real strain on the entire supply chain right now. And that does affect parts. It puts the number of parts on back order. But we're still getting the cars fixed. If they need fixed, if they need serviced, uh, we're still able to do it. As you know, we're going to be coming up into tire season here. So a lot of people are going to be coming into our dealerships to get their their winter tires. And uh, I I would say that for the most part, we're able to supply whatever parts are necessary to keep the cars uh, moving forward. Uh, In sticking with sort of the the demand um, sort of picture, uh, some have said the shortage has accelerated the move to selling vehicles on order only versus from the dealer lot. Yeah. So they're placing the order and it might exactly. come in in 60 days or 90 days. Do you agree with that? Is is this a strategy that's being oh, considered yeah. by Hyundai <laughs> as something that sticks around? Is that something that's here to stay? I think so. I, I think to a certain degree, yeah, we have over 7,000 vehicles on order right now. That That's how, I mean, we're, we're doing about 10,000, 11,000 a month. So almost a full month's worth of sales are on order right now. And so, you know, our goal right now is to try to communicate uh, quickly with the U.S. and with Korea to make sure we, we get the cars that have been ordered. And so we're learning a, as a result of that on, on how to 
fulfill those orders and, and try to get the right cars for the customers. But if you go to Asia, if you go to Europe, this is how they do business. You sure. don't walk into a dealership in Europe. You don't walk in and say, yeah, and drive off with a car that day or the next day. You order your car. Same within Asia. And I've, I've lived in both both continents. And uh, that's just how business is done. So it, it is peculiar for North America that you know we've kind of gotten into a habit of, hey, I want it now or I want it real quick and I'm going to go out and get it. So I think people are adjusting. And you know what we have to do as a OEM is just work extra hard to make sure they get what they want, you know, and again, I think many times the customers are being uh, extremely flexible, but at the same time, they know what they want. And if you can deliver what they want, then you're in the best possible situation. But I, I do believe this will continue. I, I Maybe not to this level where you're going to have a full month's supply of vehicles on order, but I think ordering in general with online systems, with ordering systems that have been put in place, I think you're going to see this become a lot more common than it's been in the past. We'll be right back after this short break. Diamond Coat has been a leading F&I provider to the retail automotive industry. For over 50 years, our philosophy hasn't changed. For us to provide the best products and services, we need total control over every part of our business. From R&D to manufacturing to claims administration, we do everything in-house. We are committed to introducing the best quality products to the market, and recently, through our partnership with Kix Global, we're able to bring the Kix Locate Theft Recovery System to dealerships across Canada. This covert device can be used within your dealership to track, maintain, and safeguard your assets. No wires, no monthly fees, just full protection. It's this kind of commitment that has made Diamond Coat Canada's most trusted warranty providers for all automotive dealers, manufacturers, and customers. To find out more about our new anti-theft products and programs, visit diamondcoat.com. That's diamondcoat.com to get started. Diamond Coat, we've got you covered. Do the dealers themselves prefer it because they're not holding a, a lot full of vehicles right now? I think what the dealers are preferring right now is the fact that customers are just elated to get a vehicle. <laughs> and it really is. It's just they're, they're, the customer service is is way off the charts. You know, people are happy to be able to go in. There's far less haggling. Uh, you know, they're they're excited about the product. And uh, I think that's something that this industry needs to change into as we go forward is to really focus on, you know, delivering the cars the way the customers want them delivered and spend less time fighting back and forth over financing and, and uh, all the the things that have unfortunately put our, our industry in a bad light in the past. And and it's right now dissipating because people are coming in. Once their cars come in, the car's prepped, ready to go. And we're spending more time explaining the features of the car, uh, which is, you know, as you know, the cars are becoming more and more technologically advanced. So we're spending more time with the customers on the delivery, on uh, personalizing the car, making sure that everything's set to their specifications and less time, you know, arguing about interest rates and about down payments and about, you know, extended warranties and all the other things, uh, you know, online systems coupled with this uh, chip shortage has allowed us to get back into what I believe is the, the real goal of the car business. That is satisfying customers. You mentioned product. Let's talk product, uh, particularly the Santa Cruz. This is a unique vehicle in, in some regards, and we've seen unique vehicles before, you know, Dodge Rampage, Nissan Datsun, Ford Courier, other small pickups. But what makes this, the Santa Cruz, 
the one compact truck, and I understand that it, it, it's more than just a small pickup. It's a cross between a pickup and a crossover, if you will. What will make this vehicle leave its mark and stick around? Well, if I told you that, Greg, I'd have to kill you. So, you know, that's, that's a, it's us. But, you know, you have to realize that um, for the past decade, we have not been able to uh, get the same market share with the compact SUV segment as our competitors. And yet we we dominate in the other areas. So and this is, happens to be the largest segment in Canada. So what we have is an opportunity now to provide an option that our competition cannot, and that is an open bed, or you can get a Tucson, and they are they're spectacular, both of them. The styling is hit the mark. So I, I credit our uh, designers who uh, put it together. Uh, the the appointments on the car are tremendous. I, I love the car. Customers love the car. I just need to get more of them. But what's great when you come into a Hyundai dealership is that, you know, if if you're looking at that compact SUV segment, we're the only place in town that has actually two options. And that open bed, while it's open bed, it comes with the, the uh, a lot of features that you would only find in very high line uh, trucks as well. So it's it's uh, we're selling all that we get. I was going to ask that. I mean, what has the reaction been? to the Santa Cruz so far in Canada, both from a dealer standpoint, um, I assume they enjoy something slotting in that segment, and also from the consumer standpoint, are they coming in and, and buy them? You mentioned it, you can't keep them in stock. Um, I just wonder what the overall reaction's been. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Maybe, uh, I, I hate to admit it, but even above my expectations. Um, really? And I had high expectations. Uh, as you, I don't know if you know, but we only have one trim level. It's the, yep. the top of the line. And, uh, you know, with it was a smart play by my uh, product team to come up with that because it provides all the appointments that people are looking for that you would find in a typical SUV. Uh, but, you know, you, you can push a button, the tonneau cover opens and you've got uh, utility in the back. So it's just, it's very unique. And it is, it, you know, you're talking about a 2.5 liter turbo engine. It's fast yet. It's fuel, uh, the fuel economy much better than most of your pickup trucks out there. So you're getting a number of these different aspects to uh, what I would call would be kind of a new trucking uh, opportunity for people that, you know, they don't want a full size truck. They're going to be using it to uh, to adventure. They're going to get out and live life. And and, and again, they're going to look at this. They're going to look at the, the Tucson. And we have a lot of people kind of going back and forth. They're, they're not sure, but uh, they're, they're, they're buying one or the other because I don't have any in stock. It's it's not just the Santa Cruz that's new. You also have the um, Ionic 5 EV coming to Canada in early 2022. I'm wondering how reservations are going with that and how important is that vehicle in the portfolio? Yeah, this is going to be, you know, this will be a challenge filling those because obviously the chip uh, limitations affect all vehicles. And when you have a brand new vehicle like Ionic 5 that's built on a completely electric platform built as an electric vehicle it's not an adaptation from a uh, combustion engine vehicle but it's uh, pure 100 percent built as an electric vehicle and uh, the the pre-orders are are off the charts so you know my, my job now is to work with korea to get as many as we can as quick as we can uh, the all-wheel drive is uh, definitely gaining greater momentum than the, the front wheel drive but we're selling all of them uh, pre-sold right now 
we'll be seeing them, you know, the next, next 60 days, they'll start to uh, start showing up in Canada and they're, they're all sold. So anybody listening, get your, uh, <laughs> if you're looking for it, get your pre-sell, get your pre-order in the, the computers. Don, uh, I wish we had more time on the show. I'm limited by, uh, by my time limit. Um, always a great conversation. I appreciate uh, you joining me this week. Absolutely, Greg. Great to hear from you, and uh, take care. We reached Don in a parking garage in Quebec, where he was crisscrossing La Belle Provence talking with dealers. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, have a suggestion, or simply want to comment, email me at glason at autonews.com. And remember, you can listen to all our previous podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play, or on our website. Just click the podcast tab at the top of the homepage. That does it for this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. We hope you'll join us next time. So long, everybody.